everyone, Jessie Ledoux, Pageant Planet's Queen of Coaching. Steven is on vacation at Lucky Dog, so I have enlisted the help of our Queen of Sales Paige to give us our product special of the week. Paige, what do you have for us? Hello, our product special of the week is our glitter package. So what is the glitter package? Is it for contestants, businesses? Tell us all about it. You know, it's for just about anyone, but particularly it's businesses, coaches, photographers, pretty much anyone that has anything to do with pageantry and they run some sort of business or pageant, they can come in at that level. Do they consider it like a form of advertising? Is that what it, what it would work with? I would think so, yeah. I think that's the best comparison. They get a listing in our directory, and it's, you know, it's that exposure point for them to be able to contact directly with contestants. Got it. And what do you think are the benefits for working with Pageant Planet versus working with, like, traditional media outlets? Oh, my goodness. With Pageant Planet, I think the benefits are you are coming in at such a niche market, and you have access and that exposure point to contestants who are your direct market. So it's it's an automatic in for you connecting with the world or just pageant industry. So other than being able to get the directory, gain leads, are there any other benefits to being a Glitter participant? Absolutely. You get to link all of your social and site and phone number, email, any bit of contact info that you possibly have, you can link to your pageant planet profile. So it's like a one-stop location for how anybody would want to get in touch with you. Oh, great. So what does it cost and how can people get in touch with you if they want to explore this further? Yeah, so it starts at $31 a month for some packages. And in order to get started, just reach out to me. My email is, of course, page, P-A-I-G-E, at thepageantplanet.com, and I can help you get started from there. Thanks, Paige. Welcome to the Pageant Planet Podcast, where we help you succeed in pageantry. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Hey, everyone. Jessie Ledoux, Pageant Planet's Queen of Coaching, with you this evening or this morning or this afternoon, whatever the heck you're listening to this podcast. But Stephen is on a very well-deserved vacation, so today it's all about the ladies. So I will be happy to welcome Woo! the yeah, I'm happy to welcome our Queen of Sales, Paige Jensen, to today's call. Welcome, Paige. Hi, great to be here. Ladies night. Yeah, so we, we wanted to ask Paige to join us for this week's podcast for our listeners because we get so many questions about how people can transition from pageantry to the modeling industry in a cost-effective way, right? Because it's like the biggest thing is everyone wants money from you, especially if you're a pageant girl, because they know that that's what you're used to. But Paige has really like cornered the market on how to segue from pageant world into modeling world. So this week's topic is eight ways to launch a modeling career for free. So Paige, tell us like a little bit about your background with the pageant industry, modeling industry, and how this came to be. Absolutely. So I've been involved in pageantry for over 11 years. I started off as Miss Teen of America when I was young in high school, and I've been involved ever since. I've competed within the Miss America system, and then I've also competed within the Miss USA system, both in Idaho. So it's been kind of a small town, but big approach to pageantry. And right around the time that I actually started working for Pageant Planet as Queen of Sales, I started pursuing the modeling side of it a little bit more. My experience with the USA system really 
gauged my interest and really brought that into perspective. And this is something that I really like doing. And so I actually got started by entering the MacDougal, this is why I'm fabulous, um, Kirby model search. Oh, and that's right. I Asian forgot all models. about that. Yeah. And I saw it on pageant planet. So oh it's a great gosh. full circle moment. <laughs> but yeah, so I entered that nationwide model search and ended up being chosen as a semifinalist. I flew to New York City for a casting call where there were hundreds of girls and they were only selecting 10 of us as finalists. And I later found out that I was one of those 10. So I got to go to MacDougal headquarters in Chicago, did a full training session with them to where they were choosing who their next face of fabulous was. Um, I wasn't chosen as that. However, I was able to come back as a MacDougal model and model during their MacDougal fashion week. Got to do all sorts of cool opportunity there as far as photo shoots and runway walking. And since then, I have been doing a couple of different things. I really wanted to get more involved within my local area just to see what I could do with that. And so I've worked with photographers in the Valley as well as I'm actually the face of a local boutique here in, in Idaho. And so I do quite a bit of catalog modeling for them. And most recently, I just went to Los Angeles, where I was in a modeling production through Preview Models. So that's been my biggest venture so far. So if you can find modeling opportunities in Idaho, everyone, you can find them anywhere. And that is like totally what today's call is all about. <laughs> and that's why I'm so happy Paige is here, because Paige has really kind of innovated her own path here. And for all of those listening, I know you guys are go-getters. You're, you're excited to kind of make life happen for yourself. So Paige is like the perfect person to give us all of these nuggets of information. So with that said, with the topic of eight ways to launch a modeling career for free, Paige, give us number one. Absolutely. So my first tip is to work with friends and family who are photographers. You would be amazed when you take just a second to look at your network and see who is a photographer, who is an aspiring photographer, and just get together with them and practice. Take some photos, see what you can do. And that's really helped me to gain experience as well as build up my portfolio. So do you have a limit of like what type of camera these people need? Like, can they use an iPhone X or do they need the professional DSLR camera or will you work with anyone? You know, I've never ever set a criteria for a photographer as to what kind of camera. I think that's more their domain than mine as a model. Mm. So I've done it all. You know, I've done just those impromptu iPhone photo shoots just to kind of try out an outfit and try out some backgrounds. But then I've also had some very professional photographers that have used some high-quality high gear. So I don't really set a criteria for that. I, like I said, I think that's more their domain than mine. That's fair. And, like, not everyone that you're working with on an amateur level is going to have a studio, right? So, like, where do you sure, go yeah. take these photos? Are there specific types of places that people should be, like, scouting in their own communities? Or should they bring photos of, like, examples? little bit of both. You know, I've done, I'd like to do a little bit of, of everything. So studio work is great, especially when you're looking to build up your portfolio. So I partnered with some photographers who have had studios, but then outside is great too, because you get to play with natural lights and just looking for areas that have neutral backgrounds or something fun that could really complement an outfit that you have. It's really about just kind of being observant and seeing what can work and just going with it. It's a lot of trial and error, I've found. I feel like 
I'm watching all of the episodes of America's Next Top Model in my head that I watched when I was like 12 year old having this conversation. Like I'm thinking about Tyra <laughs> telling the models like, tilt your head towards the light. And like I'm imagining if I were trying to be a model, like I would be thinking about those things. <laughs> Modeling is a workout. I understand why so many of them are in such good shape. You have to be flexing everything and understanding what your body's doing at all times. It's a workout. Oh, totally. And like they always say... <laughs> That, like, you have to model from your, like, tippy toes all the way to the tips of your fingers. So you always have to engage every single part of your body. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I understand that now more than ever. <laughs> so, Paige, like, that's perfect for number one. I think we all know someone in our lives that likes just taking pictures as a hobby. So we could certainly tap them for this initial photo shoot or some initial photo shoots, plural, I guess. So what would be number yeah. two? Number two is do kind of what I did as far as reach out to local stores, local boutiques in your area, and see if they want any help. You know, if, they've, if they're selling clothes, guarantee they're going to want a body to put them on. So just reach out. See if there's anything you can do. Come in and meet them. You know, compliment what kind of styles they offer. And just see if you can build that relationship. It's taken me extremely far. So, so I can imagine this is probably pretty similar to pageant contestants going out to find sponsorships for pageants. There's an element of mm -hmm. like selling yourself. So when you go yeah. approaching local stores and boutiques, like do you call them? Do you slide into their DMs? Do you go in person? Like, <laughs> what? How do you make that introduction? Honestly, the first couple ones that I've done have been sliding to their DMs just because <laughs> I see them on Instagram. It's kind of the way of the world right now. And that's honestly worked out just fine. However, I've always, in my initial reach out, said, I'd love to come in and meet you, just kind of, you know, get a feel for what the atmosphere is, see what you're looking for. And it's always coming from a place of, how can I help you? It's oh, never, I love that. You know, let me model for you. It's, how can I help you? And they're way more willing to be able to work with you. So when you're contacting them, should you be, like, attaching photos of yourself? Should you be, like, attaching, like other companies or maybe handles you've modeled for are you like what are you providing to them to give them qualifications if anything that's a really good question so I've I've gone into a little bit as far as what I've done like I've tagged MacDougall in my message just to kind of give them a feel for the quality of people I've worked with so that I'm not some just crazy person reaching out to them sure but I've also sent a, I actually created a a model Instagram account, which I'll get into a little bit later, but I've also created um, a little link to that so that they can see kind of a portfolio firsthand to see if it would be a good match. So coming in with a little bit of information is always helpful. Okay. I can't wait to get to that point because I never even thought of like creating a model specific page, but again, I won't spill the beans on that. I will let you take over. <laughs> okay. So just to summarize that Stay point, tuned. because I think it's super important. So you lead with how can I help you, the client, the business, and then if you do have a reputable work or if you have some kind of like digital resume or reference, you can attach that as well. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So number three. Absolutely. Number three. So say you've got some friends who are models as well, kind of building up your network, fellow pageant girls, lots of pageant girls are doing some modeling work too. I like to look and see who they're working with. What photographers are they working with? And then reach out to those photographers as well. Say, hey, I loved the photos you did of my friend Sarah. I'd love to do, you know, work together, figure out something, and kind of go from there. It's all about reaching out and who you know. So before I get into like the official question for this segment, 
is it good etiquette to let the person know you're going to reach out to their photographer? Like, do you do that or do you just do it? Oh, I do that. And typically what that conversation looks like is I'll say, hey, these photos are fantastic. Who's your photographer? Even though I know that they tag them in their photos, I still like to ask. And then I usually say something like, oh, I'd love to work with them. Is it okay if I, you know, say that I loved your work? sort of thing. And usually people are totally cool with it. I haven't had anybody not be. <laughs> yeah, it's always safe to be transparent. I think that's a good life lesson in general is mm -hmm. like un unless like you really have no relationship with that person that you saw that photo of, it's always great to give somebody a heads up. And I love how you framed it. Like giving them a compliment, asking if like that you mind if you reach out and then you can go from there. That way it's not like a surprise. It doesn't create any rifts because the pageant industry is pretty small. And especially for a lot of our contestants, they're competing with the same groups of people over and over. So that is a good point of etiquette. So make the introduction, let them know that it's happening. That way they're not like sticker shocked. So, okay. Little, right. Yeah. Yeah. Politeness disclaimer there. But my official question for like working with photographers in your area or kind of tapping into who your network works with, like, how do you find them? Do you typically see that people are posting them on Instagram, on Facebook? Like, where do you see this most? I see it a lot on Instagram. And most people, especially if they're working as from a modeling capacity with these photographers, they're tagging them because that's just part of giving credit, you know? So mm -hmm. that's been the easiest way for me to find them is just tagging. That seems pretty easy. And like, do you do you limit yourself to just like the pageant photographers? Do you limit yourself to just fashion photographers? Or have you ever contacted a business to ask who's doing their photography? You know, I haven't. But you just gave me a great idea to do that. <laughs> oh, I love that. I can be inspiring. Fantastic. Yes. Well, I think if we're if so, those listening, Paige gave that great tip about like just being gutsy and contacting a business in your area. If you know that they're already working with local models, find out who that photographer is and, and maybe make that introduction there. And that's how you get in with that company is you work with that photographer first and say, hey, would you mind being a referral for me with this company? So you never know. You have yeah. to kind of be creative sometimes. You do. You kind of have to work your way around and, and just go for it. That's the biggest thing is every time I'm about to send a message to somebody, I'm like, what if they reject me? And really, you just have to shake that up and say, what if they don't? You know, just do it. <laughs> So I guess that's a good point. Like everyone always says with the modeling industry, you get like a hundred no's for every one yes. Are you finding that to be true? And like, I know this is a total tangent because this is not part of the eight steps, but how do you stay confident amongst a lot of no's? I think that there are just ample opportunities out there. And if it's a no, I always just tell myself it's not a no because of me. It's a no because of timing. Mm. And there's always someone else out there. And it's really, you're never going to know until you put yourself out there in the first place. Mm. So just know there are plenty of fish in the sea when it comes to opportunities. Yep, I totally agree. There's a client for everyone, right? Exactly, exactly. It's, it's really about the look that they're going for. If you fit that look, if not, there's someone's look that you totally fit. So mm -hmm. just got to keep going. Well, well, think about CoverGirl's newest model, the model, I don't remember her name, but she has the, um, the two-tones complexion. And like, oh, yes. imagine how people told her that she was ugly in her life, and now she's a cover girl. Like, that is insane to me, that like, she just stayed mm -hmm. strong in herself, and there was a client built just for her, the, one of the biggest clients you could ever nail as a, as a beauty influencer, so keep that in mind. Right? Oh, yeah, and the beauty industry is constantly evolving and changing anyway, so there's no set standard as to what's beautiful. 
Okay, so I am excited to segue into this next one, but I will let you be the bearer of good news. So this is fascinating, and I don't think enough people are taking advantage. So let's talk about number four. Number four. The best tip, the way, the best way I can describe this, I would say, is offering trade for trade. So if if you're willing to give me rights over these photos, I will model for you sort of thing. So that works for photographers. It works for stores you know, coming in, taking photos for them, and then posting for them and really giving that back to them as far as exposure goes. So if this were like, say, an up-and-coming photographer who was trying to break into the beauty industry or wanted to do catalog photography, and you kind of got a glimpse of them, you could say, hey, I'd be happy to pose for you. I will post the photos and tag you, and hopefully that gets some better exposure. Is that kind of what you're talking about? Exactly. Yes. And that works especially well with up and coming photographers because everyone wants to work with someone that they see is busy and that has someone that they're working with. So just by giving them that referral, you're doing a lot for them, whether you realize it or not. Is it the same for retailers too? Does it work that way as well? A lot of times, yes, especially if they're relatively new or they've got a new line. I think that's why a lot of retailers work with pageant girls because they're getting that exposure and they're, mm -hmm. you know, these, these girls' friends are seeing what they're wearing, that kind of thing. So it's a very similar concept. You're posting for them. You're, you're getting their name out there. So this is like another PSA here. Take advantage of your following in social media. Like you might be a, a micro-influencer, so you know that you, we all follow influencers on social media. I mean, the Kardashians are a great example. They are getting hundreds of thousands of dollars to endorse products because of their social following. So anyone with 1,500 followers to about 5,000 is considered a micro-influencer. And there is definitely a target for you out there. So take advantage of your following. Use that to sell yourself, not just your modeling ability, but your audience. Is that what you're saying is in a nutshell? Absolutely. I could not have said it better myself. As a pageant girl, as an aspiring model, you have that sense of authority in your community with amongst your followers and companies want to align themselves with you it just takes offering that opportunity for them so okay help me understand has there been a deal you've done like this so can you map it out for us like how many posts do you give them does it matter how many followers you have does it change things I mean I think we kind of touch on that a little bit but what does a typical deal look like you know, this is that's actually a really hard question because everybody's a little bit different. Mm. As far as working with more up-and-coming photographers, it's really been kind of a, I'll post for you and I'll tag you in every single thing, and then I just kind of have a constant stream of content to use. So we haven't really broken it down into numbers as far as what the posts look like, what are my followers like, but I know that this sort of translates into a lot of brand ambassador opportunities that are out there. Sure. A lot of times those... Yeah, a lot of times those do look at what your follower base is, what's your, you know, what's your percentage of engagement, things like that. So I think it kind of varies, and I'm sorry that's not a very specific answer, but it's really just about working it out with whoever you're working with and seeing what best fits both of you and going from there because I don't think there's a really a, a black and white answer to that. But you are, so that's, I love that you use the phrase brand ambassador. It's such a strong phrase right now in pop culture and social media. So break, mm -hmm. break down quickly what a brand ambassador is because I know you are one for a couple of brands. So what does that type of deal look like? 
Yeah. So brand ambassador essentially is you are promoting that product as a part of your own personal brand. You've aligned yourself with that company and what their values are and, and what they're selling. So, so really that looks like posting a certain amount. They usually set it out for you as far as what they want to see as far as once a month, once a week, you know, twice a week, different things like that. And then you just follow that agreement and make sure that you're tagging them and make sure that that you're keeping that flow consistent. Does that answer your question? It (laughs) does. That's perfect. So with the trade for trade agreement, this is a huge opportunity for those listening to be able to take advantage. I mean, we couldn't have said it more clearly. This is something that if you're trying to get into the model game or the brand ambassador game, like try this. No excuses. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's kind of about putting it in now and then you'll have people reach out to you wanting to offer you a lot more later. So you just gotta, gotta hustle it out right now. (laughs) Oh, for sure. It's always about the hustle, isn't it? It always is. You're right. (laughs) Okay. Number five. Number five. So this kind of correlates with our number three, but following these photographers on Instagram and just keeping an eye on when they're doing promotions. I actually just had an opportunity come up two weeks ago where a photographer was looking for models to do a body positivity photo shoot. And I just happened to see her post this on Instagram and I went for it. So there are a lot of different opportunities. Photographers are always looking for ways of growing their client base, growing and expanding their work and just offering yourself up to be a part of that is huge. So I, I just thought of something else you probably could suggest because I never thought of it like photographers are looking to do a project and they're looking for specific types of models or they're looking for models willing to kind of do whatever they want to get these mm-hmm. photos for your portfolio as a model. That's a great thing. What it, Could people yeah. follow like colleges or universities that have photography programs? Because I think that's probably a good avenue for those types of quote unquote projects. That's a fantastic idea. Absolutely. Because guaranteed those students are assigned projects to be able to fulfill for whatever class it is. And offering yourself up takes away one step in their process to get that done. So that's a fantastic idea. Yeah. So take a look. If you do have a local um, college or university in your area, maybe it's worth looking up to see who the director of the photography department is or the art department and kind of putting yourself out there. So something else to put on your to-do list. Absolutely. Actually, side note, the college I went to was a huge art school, and they used to have opportunities for people to come and model for the artists to draw them. So that's definitely a thing for all capacities of that. Oh, my God. I can't imagine being a live model. Did you ever do that? (laughs) I didn't. I did not. I didn't have time, unfortunately, but I always (laughs) wanted to. I think that would have been cool. If I could go back, I would do it. (laughs) Let's do it, Paige. Let's find an opportunity to do it. it. We're doing it. Live figure modeling. <laughs> I'm down. So if so, someone doesn't know. So I love that you said like find the promos, specials, projects, etc. Like, are there hashtags you use to search this stuff? Like, how could I find it? That's a good question. Usually, what I search is just casting calls and mm. model casting calls. And actually, a fun tip. This doesn't have to do with Instagram, but more so Google. I realized you can set a Google alert for a certain phrase, and it will notify you every time an article comes Mm. up and has that phrase. So I set for model casting calls and modeling opportunities. And that way, I and you can set your region. You can set 
whatever you want to for that to encompass, and then it notifies you every time an article comes out. So it's kind of a proactive way without having to spend all the time Googling and, and finding these opportunities. So valuable. You know, I have one for my name because I am the only Jesse Ledoux in the world. Um, but I never thought of using Amazing. it in a more advantageous way, like finding a casting call, finding photographers. So if you're listening, like write that one down. That is a genius idea. Yeah. I just stumbled upon it too. Oh, love that. Have you, so have you found opportunities through that Google alert? I have actually the boutique that I am working with here locally, the second boutique actually I found through that. They're just looking for some models to help launch their store and I just happened to find it. So that I think is a perfect segue to number six. So why don't you introduce us to what number six is? Number six is go to casting calls. It seems maybe, you know, kind of obvious, but it's true. These are popping up more often than most people think. And they're in, if they come to Boise, Idaho, they're coming everywhere. Trust me. <laughs> so just going to them is huge and getting your name out there. It's a small world, just like pageantry. It's a small industry, and the more people see you, the more they recognize you, and the more likely they are to work with you. So you said, I love that you said, like, Boise, Idaho. Like, of course, there's opportunities everywhere if there's opportunity there. Um, so, like, how do, how do you find well, them? How do you know they're coming? <laughs> how do you know they're coming? I found them on Facebook. Honestly, those targeted ads, mm. that's been huge. So just being proactive on social media media instead of just aimlessly scrolling use it as a tool follow these production companies or even look at different talent agencies in your area google who they are and then follow them on social media there's going to be opportunities that come up the more you follow these people and keep track of what's going on mm. so i think like those modeling schools like the barbazons the john robert powers etc i think a lot of those locally have agencies have you ever worked with any of those do you have any thoughts on those types of businesses? I have not worked with them, to be mm. honest, so I don't have a ton of information to give. I've been more of an independent contractor sort of deal for right now. I do know that it is, of course, valuable aligning yourself with experts to have those opportunities already, but it's not a necessity. So bottom line, you don't need an agent. You don't need an agent. I, I think that most models will kind of have two different answers for that because, like I said, having an agent does help to open up some doors that you may not have been able to open up yourself with already established relationships. So I think that that's ideal. However, you don't need one in order to make it. I think that's fair. And I was actually having a call with a – so I used to be in the production industry in New York City – and I was talking to my former boss who works, who used to be with NBC, now he owns his own company, and I asked him if it was worth going to New York City and hitting all the agencies with my resume and my headshot, and he said, honestly, the days of that are totally changed, and like that's really not what the industry is working with anymore. So of course you want representation, but it's not necessarily like you go and you audition and you get signed by an agent, it's more the agent comes to you based on your influence influencing ability, I guess. Is that is that kind of what you're hearing on the agent side? Yes, yes, absolutely. And I think that it has evolved more so into a lot of models are using more than one agency, first of all, and it's because agencies have those relationships and they can help you get in by representing you, but you may not get another with just as big of a brand in mm -hmm. some other area. So it is nice to diversify. It is nice to keep those options open and like I said, it's not make or break. You're not going to not be a model because you don't have an agency right now. 
So I think this also probably brings up like a good point too, because with all of these points that we've discussed thus far, it's all digital. It's all, we're putting things out into the world, but we're not getting a lot back. So uh-huh. is it, is it appropriate when you're on these like live casting calls to ask for feedback about your photos, your portfolio with these agents, these casting directors? Oh, absolutely. In fact, I would recommend that because it shows sort of uh, being proactive, you know, what they're looking for, how can you be that? But yeah, and they're always willing to give you feedback. They're always willing to help you go in a direction that you want to go, maybe give you some insight as to something, you know, a, a look that you could achieve that you hadn't really thought of before. Absolutely. I would highly recommend that. All right, Paige, I'm going to pause this for one second there because it was cutting out like crazy during that question. I think it's important. So I'm just time stamping this and I'm going to ask that question again. Okay. Okay. In three, two, one. So that brings up a good point because with all of these tips thus far, it's all been about putting photos out and not getting much back. So would you say these like live casting calls are like an opportunity where you can potentially ask casting directors for feedback because otherwise you're just kind of going on what you think works? Is that appropriate to do when you're in front of a director? Absolutely. In fact, I would recommend that because they're always willing to give feedback and it shows that you're proactive about your career and about advancing within this industry. So asking them that feedback, it's a lot like if you were to ask your director for feedback or, you know, if you were to look at judges remarks after a pageant, it's a very similar concept. Where, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? And see, you know, see what they've got to say, see what looks maybe you can achieve that you hadn't even thought of before. I've had so many doors opened up and my eyes opened up just by talking to people at these casting calls. Mm. Yeah, I think we're afraid often to open our mouth at a casting call because if, like, they're going to pick one person for this job, potentially a couple of others based upon the project itself, but this is your mm-hmm. chance to be in front of a professional and say, what do I need to be successful? And see what they say. Absolutely. And, you know, if if you're not going to get picked, at least you're going to get something of value from going. So make that inevitable. Go in there with questions and, and come out with something if it's not the position, at least you have that knowledge. Yeah, especially if you're in a more remote market, like um, somewhere like that is not a major modeling hub like New York, L.A., etc. So this is could be one of your only chances to get that interactive experience. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So number seven. Number seven. Create a model Instagram account. I, I did a little bit of a, you know, an intro to this <laughs> earlier, but it's huge. And I learned this when I was in LA working with preview models. It's huge. You, it's basically an online portfolio that you can edit and add to continuously. Mm, I love this. I never would have thought of it. I think it is so, so, so smart. So like when you're hashtagging your photos, on this model page, like, are there top hashtags you would recommend that you think, like, get you into, like, the scrollability of the modeling world? Yes. And the whole hashtag thing is a whole other subject, so I won't go too far into that mm-hmm. because I think that's fair. That for the most part, yeah, for the most part, you can, you can get some very decent exposure, but I would suggest a couple of things. The first thing is look at the companies that you want to work with or the agencies you want to work with. For example, Natural Models LA, they have a certain hashtag in their bio that you can use 
to get noticed by them. So take mm. a look at those agencies, see what hashtags they use to do model searches, and just incorporate that into your hashtag usage. It's it's a perfect way to do that. Another way is I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have I have questions. So when you think of it, like just interject back in, but I have questions. So should you have a certain type of username? Like should you follow a certain structure? Yes. So I have the word model in my Instagram handle because someone's just going to type in model. It's going to pull up everyone's handle who has that in there. So that's ideal if that's something you want to be found for. Mm. Um, a lot of times just your name and model I went by Maxine J because that's my middle name and then I put underscore model and it's as easy as that. You want to have something that's easy, recognizable and searchable. Okay. And when you're posting, do you have like a posting structure? Do you make sure that like for every selfie you do a full body for, for every like lifestyle post you do a lay flat, like or flat lay, whatever you call it. Like, do you have like a structure that you would suggest? I would just mostly suggest changing it up, and I also would steer clear of some. I do have some on mine just because I think it shows a little bit more life and more personality, but you don't want to have a modeling page full of selfies because anybody can take a selfie with a filter. They want to see someone who's had experience and the different things that you've done. So mm. I just change it up, change up the looks, change up the styles, headshots, full body, um, you know, studio versus outdoor. I don't know that there's a specific rhyme or reason if I will, I will let you know. But as of right now, just diversify what you've got. Got it. Okay. That brings us to the very last point. And I did remember my other point. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Let's hear it. Yes. So as far as the hashtag goes, um, I mentioned following those hashtags and adding those for the different agencies. But then also sending it to the industry that you are, are most interested in. So, for example, I'm a natural slash curvy model. That's more of my my area so using hashtag natural model hashtag curve model hashtag mm. runway model things that you're interested in people are going to be searching to find other people that are interested in those is really big and I love what you do on your page and I think a lot of people are already doing this but for those that might just be getting started maybe not but you do like your title for your photo and you tag the photographer most of the time and then the first comment you load it up with all of those hashtags. So it doesn't always feel super salesy like because that doesn't always show up right away. So I like right. that you're kind of being more discreet about it. So if you're curious <laughs> about how that works, take a look at some models and some influencers and see how they're stacking their hashtags in the comments versus the title. Exactly. Yes. And you're really – the hashtags are only for searchability. They're not for people to read through. So that's, that's why I do that. They're there, but they're not seen as easily. Uh, Oh, exactly. They're there to get cycled through. I love that you said that. Um, I'm impressed that you remembered that point. I never would have remembered that. Your brain must work <laughs> way faster than mine. Um, I, I was stressing. I needed to remember it. I know it was important. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. That was, a, that was a great point, so I'm glad you remembered. Okay. So that, sadly, brings us to the very last tip, because I wish we could talk all night long, but what is tip number eight? Tip number eight is to practice practice, practice. And it really kind of correlates with a lot of my other points, but take photos, get in front of the camera. You're going to learn so much about yourself, about your body, about your angles, about 
the clothing and you're just going to become more comfortable. So whether that be you have a really great outfit and you want to document it, have your friend take a photo of you with a nice backdrop, really just practice, get in that mindset of what kind of angles and poses you want to do with different types of outfits and different types photographers that's the biggest thing is practice I mean I can remember like in in real life some specific examples of this I had a photo shoot in a strapless outfit for our portfolio many years ago and I had terrible posture the entire shoot it's not the photographer's job to correct my posing I'm the model it's my job to pose the way I should be posing and there were like 300 pictures of me in the strapless outfit that were unusable because my posture was not what it was supposed to be. So had I practiced or had I done like more experience, I would have had 300 more photos to choose from my portfolio. Or another, like I know when I'm looking in the mirror, I love certain angles of my face, but in, the, in photographs, shadows catch it different ways. The angles aren't always... Want to ask your questions to the title holders and professionals we interview? Become a VIP girl today and get unlimited coaching from the pageant planet. Plus, ask as many questions as you'd like for only $47.